Grog. Hey everyone, welcome to the Starter Shed Podcast. I'm Matthew Weir, joined by Kerry Warbis. Hi Matthew. You right? Yeah, I'm right perky today, I don't know why. Are you perky? Are you pinky? Mm, I'll, I can be your pinky. <laughs> I don't know why, I think it's hysteria, something like that. Not fake hysteria, like they've got outside the tea room. Yeah, what a mishmash of styles they do have. Yeah. It sounds like a Don't right old it. hot mess. I'm fairly sure the reason Monday's episode was so depressing with the lambs was because that was Blue Monday, which is allegedly the most depressing day of the year. Yeah, but that's all a construct to get people to purchase holidays. Oh, is that right, Kerry? Load of shit it is. How many holidays did you buy on Monday? None. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're coming to Porto, Algarve. Yeah, I must visit you again, Matthew. Kerry and I are going to discuss the archers after this brief word from our sponsor. This January, come and kick back to the compilation everyone is talking about. Now that's what I call Tea Room. Ponder life to the sound of Siberian hermits grinding the skulls of their enemies into dust. Why not sip a carefree Bridge Farm fatty latte to the sound of the blobfish mating? Or how about tucking into one of our exotic pastries while listening to the final moments recorded by missionaries visiting North Sentinel Island? Order now, directly from the tablet on your table, providing Emma hasn't dumped them all in a landfill site by now. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What did you think of the music at the tea room, Kerry? Terrible. On Sunday, it began with really sort of busy panpipe slash medieval mess, which kept sort of looping quite quickly. Then a bit later in the week, I think it was Tuesday, it was farty trumpets. That was when <laughs> they were having the um, star rating on the tablet thing going on. Uh, it's all supposed to be sort of hilarious, isn't it? I, I imagine. But um, it would drive you mad if you had to have it. What I am hoping, though, is that now that Freddie's doing the music for the fashion show, that they use the tea room music at the fashion show. <laughs> I listened again when I was making notes diligently for the podcast on 1.3 speed, and that panpipe music was frenetic. Yeah, I did my notes to 1.5 speed just before oh, this, Christ. and I, I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. you. Have your eyes stopped going round and round yet? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, rating the music at 
as you check out on a tablet, that's very OTT, isn't it? You just want to buy a coffee. Yeah, I can't see myself taking time out to do that. I think the very fact that they'd ask me means I would vote it down just out of spite. Weirdest cafe in the world. So they've got fake wisteria, pan pipe, medieval farty trumpet type stuff. They wrap their cutlery unnecessarily and their salt and peppers are all clogged up. It's the dream. Thank God Tom and Natasha came in and brought Scandinavian linear efficiency to it all. The trouble is now you're going to have this minimalist vibe with rockabilly music playing in the background. It's going to be a right old fudge pack upon Humber, isn't it? Yeah, but it isn't minimalist, though, if it's got loads of wisteria around the front. And we all can imagine that. You've seen it everywhere. Like loads of places do it, really shit ones like... um. Oh, what's the restaurant in Brighton that's done it? There was a posh restaurant in London and then they'd had chains around different towns and they, they, oh, what the f*** is it called? Nando's. <laughs> you know, and everyone thinks, oh, we've been, oh, it's the Ivy, that's it. We've been to the Ivy. It's got nothing to do with the Ivy, the original one, which is probably awful anyway. Uh, and they have those massive archways of flowers and Instagram girls mainly. The original Ivy is total Emperor's New Clothes anyway. Of course, I bet it is, yeah. It's like going to Stringfellows, essentially. That would be probably quite fun. (laughs) In a tacky kind of way. Decor and stuff, I mean. Yeah, anyway, sounds like a right mess. And also, a skinny latte with a cupcake and sprinkles, £7.20. Is that reasonable? Is the cake, like, how much is the cake then? I don't know, because I was told, my students recently complained to me that the the cafe near the school is too expensive because they charge one euro for an espresso and one twenty oh, for a double. How much do they think it should be? Less, 50 to 60 cents. And then I told them about my friend in Dublin who ordered an espresso and changed his mind at the last minute. He said, can you make it a double? And they go, yeah, that's 10 euros, please. No. It, but having said that, there was like bumpy road with the music and what have you. And, and they were trying to fiddle it and getting some customers to star rate it and others not to just to sort of skew it. Then later, Natasha was actually really nice to them, which always makes me a bit suspicious. They don't seem to dis- have have decided what type of character she is, have they? It's not lazy enough to, to suggest that she's bipolar because her dad is. Surely not. Oh, God, I hadn't even thought of that. Because it's all or nothing with her, isn't it? I mean, in the middle of Pat's birthday last week, Tom, Tom, let's tell them absolutely right now that we're going we're gonna to rent the land <laughs> off, the, off the brother of the guy your sister stabbed. Let's tell her now, Tom. Mm. I mean, it's like, you know, on Natasha's birthday when she was a kid, her dad went out to get a cake and came home with two donkeys, didn't he? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when at first, when they were saying, we don't like the music, everything's clogged up, wrapping cutlery is mad. She went, oh, carry on doing it for a bit. And here's another USB with loads of other world music on. Bye. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop in her heels. So she didn't listen to them, really pay attention. And then later it was like, oh, you've read it. The ratings, I trust you, do whatever you like. Why why fix anything that isn't broken? Are you the same person? Yeah, my point exactly. Yeah. Is this foreshadowing of something here? Uh, I like the way mm. Emma went, uh, what if someone nicks it? Yeah. What if all these tablets accidentally got nicked and ended up in a landfill somewhere? What's she saying about their clientele? I'm not going to have to be like Starsky and Utcher nothing, am I? I think that was an insert as a David Soul tribute. Oh, you clever boy. Probably was, wasn't it? Because I don't think this would have been recent enough to factor in David Soul. Well... 
becoming a soul. But um, <laughs> sorry, David, I, I no disrespect. His version of yeah. uh, this guy's in you is an absolute masterpiece. Oh, and what what did you think of the Rebecca Price? Now, at first, when she said her name, I thought she said Rebecca Bryce, and I was thinking Lee's sister. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's Price and she very clumsily started grilling them about what it's like under the new owners as if anyone would be really bothered in the local newspaper about a cafe takeover. I did remember her tone of voice and I was trying to place it and when Emma said it was the, the Echo journalist. Mm. I was like, yes, 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 that makes sense now. I mean, these bloody echo journalists, who the hell do they think they are? You can imagine meeting in their office, they're like, right, Rebecca, the cat's up a tree in Darrington. Get over there now and get something saucy on that. <laughs> Talk about spin. Jesus Christ. So then Natasha bollocked her because she's paid for a sponsored piece. So if she's paid for a sponsored piece, why is she whipping up all this dirt? I think she thinks she's got a wonderful scandal on her hands. What a life. But as you said, like Natasha's brought her in for just a bit of bump, hasn't she? Some fluff, N fluff beast. Yeah, Natasha came in like her boss. Go away, come back and take those photographs and do what I've told you to. Goodbye. Yeah, five minutes before she was this fierce tabloid muckraking, phone hacking journalist. And suddenly she's like, oh, yes, yes, miss. No, miss. Yes. OK. And then just legged it out the tea room. Well, that did lead nicely later into when Emma was saying to Clary about how very assertive Natasha is and driven and, you know, she's got the twins, but she still knows exactly where she's going in life. She was quite envious, but she kind of admires her, doesn't she? Compares herself a bit. Fallon certainly felt that way, I think, a bit when she saw her with the twins later, trying to get them both off to sleep. I think there was a bit of an appreciation of the work-life balance there, wasn't there? Yes, and that was when Natasha kind of turned around and said, no, you, I trust you, you go for it. Because she needs to be careful about pissing them off, doesn't she? Or she'll be there behind the till full time and baking the bloody cakes. I felt that the story came full circle, really. I thought at the beginning of the week, you're going to end up with Fallon being like, right, that's why I'm leaving. Or when I first heard Rebecca, I thought she might be scouting for the cafe at the EV charging station. Oh, yeah. And it'd be the straw that breaks the camel's back because Fallon was like, I'm really looking forward to this meeting. <laughs> she was going to give it both barrels. And yeah. by the end of the week, she was like, oh, you, you do such a great job, Natasha. And Natasha did say, thankfully, you took the job. Yes, she did. We knew that you had other dreams because she wanted an eight-year lease, didn't she, from yeah. Bridge Farm, or as it's known, an Alan Pardew, I think. <laughs> Do you think Natasha is quite bewitching in a way? She's quite charming, isn't she, when she's being nice. When she's not being nice, it's the polar opposite. But as I said, I think that's... Bipolar opposite. <laughs> oh, I think that's probably indicative of things to come, really. Okay, let's watch that space then. As I said, Blue Monday, we had that situation. Ed and Clary, it was pretty gruelling, that scene, wasn't it, at the beginning of Monday's episode when they were lambing? Oh, yeah, I was really bored with that, to be honest. Well, we're going to have one major problem this week is that there's quite a lot of animal content. I know. I thought that was quite sad, really, because there is that relationship between wanting the animal to be alive and have that interaction with it and also the fact that, you know, the animal is a form of profit for you as well. It's a way of life. And you invest so much money and then, I don't know, I think like some guy 
guy near where my dad lives told me that the, the death rate is like 20% with lambing. Surely he knew all of this, didn't he? I know it would get you down, like he's trying and it's not going, even with Alistair there, they lost another second ram lamb, didn't they? And it was fun, they were literally like popping out left, right and centre, weren't they? All within sort of five, ten minutes. It, I think it's quite stressful and it's lucky, I mean, to have a vet there as well and for things to still go wrong. There were people on Twitter discussing the strangeness of them lambing at this time of year because normally it's later in the spring, but that this does happen indoors as it was happening. You make a decision to do this. It's quite sort of unnatural to, do, to go down this route and there are extra risks with associated with that as well at this time of year in particular it's a perfect storm isn't it that they've ended up losing the high ground so where they'd normally put the lambs is completely mm. waterlogged and then ed was kind of falling asleep in various places throughout the episode and he just kept <laughs> nodding off come on ed eat you've barely touched your ram pie i've just made it <laughs> yeah he, he's he's getting very depressed about it and clary's trying to be positive oh don't you worry it's just the winter blues when spring comes around you'll be fine you'll be back on your feet and he goes or oh, back on my backside or flat yeah. on my backside so that's the second week that backside has been used matthew <laughs> uh, i know that farming folk do tend to get a bit down in in the winter because they can't do all the things they want to do like you know you get the long days and the daylight etc and when the winter kicks same in, as us really isn't it? No. well we're not out in the field though are we carrying in the no. wind and rain <laughs> I don't know, Kerry. Did you did you go no, out? I'm and... not. <laughs> I just had a vision of you. I barely, like, barely go outside. Wading out into the English Channel this afternoon. No, the corner shop's too far <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. It's bloody freezing, Matthew. Here is it? Okay, I'm actually in shorts and t-shirt. Not is sure that because of your new double glazing? Yeah, it might be. <laughs> it's right, really hot, like a sweat box. Clary said it's the Rams that bring in the cash. Yes. Yeah, and he ain't got any, so never mind. Did we eventually hear how many rams he had? No. I think I was thinking, and this isn't going in, I thought he could sell them to a cricketer and then it would be um, Mark, Mark Rams for cash. <laughs> Why can't that go in? Because it's bloody awful. That's never stopped us before, Matthew. It's content. Ed also said to Clarion, and then there's the uh, the excess on Emma's car after I cut that tree down and it fell on it. Yeah. Where are they going to take these sodding sheep? Ed's brilliant idea was to just trespass even though there were loads of keep out signs. I know what we should do to get ourselves out of this little sticky spot. Do something totally illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Clary did give him an absolute... No, no, don't, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely ludicrous, as always. By the end of the week, I like the way we got the viewing window microphone. Mm. At first I thought, are they having this chat on Zoom? What's going on here? But then... Yeah. She had a voice box put in. We didn't hear that storyline. What did you think of Helen's reaction? Because I thought she was going to be like, okay, I'll do it. If some good can come of this, I'll do it. But I messaged you after mm. and said, I reckon, I thought that you would hear Clary walking away and then you'll hear her like, hello, Miles. And that would be it. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that at all until you said it. I did think, well, as soon as Eddie suggested, like, why don't we ask Helen? I was like, no, are you actually insane? Sort of going, oh, Helen, can you get in touch with your dead abusive ex-partner's brother and just ask if we can use the land for a bit, please? Yeah. <laughs> no. And then at least Clary said, look, if anyone's going to ask her, it'll be me and I'll do it for, for the sake of Ed. Bless her. And poor Clary, she was like, oh, 
I'm really ashamed of having asked you. And, and Helen was really nice to her and understood why she'd got to this point. They're desperate, aren't they? Uh, Helen, I thought she'd go really shouty and like, well, how dare you ask me to get involved with them? But she was quite calm. But it didn't occur to me that she might ring Miles after the meeting. Part of the reason I think Helen was so calm. Well, also, I think she felt very sorry for Clary. She could see all of that. Yeah. But also, she'd been through all of this last week on Friday's episode with Natasha and Tom's brilliant idea. Because she said to Clary, <laughs> you know, I've decided to put this all behind me. And there were events last week that proved that, mm. you know, that's what I wanted to do. And if it's any consolation, I told my sister-in-law and you are soul at mum's birthday <laughs> yes she was all right but so do you are you thinking she still will ring miles i i think she might just is she ringing him now as well, we speak yeah right now at quarter past eight <laughs> on a friday she's she's on the <laughs> phone to him now it's another miserable struggling family story in the archers isn't it and it's always the same ones mm. you had a vision a little while ago when i asked you what you thought the kitchen looked like at the grundies and you said i imagine there's mugs full of weird stuff and socks everywhere in the kitchen and there was yeah. that point where they'd been chopping carrots and then she went to ed you've got a hole in your sock here have a new pair and just immediately handed yeah. them there's like socks everywhere in the kitchen yeah. and then emma walked in she went have a towel <laughs> There's bound to be one of those clothes horses, isn't there, era things, like near the oven because it's on all the time, probably. Which means you get your clean clothes and they smell of all the food that you've just cooked. Of curry. The hole in the sock thing. Come on. Oh, and also, bloody Ed. No, not Ed. Eddie. So going, I watched your carrots for you. It was like, bloody hell, again. He thinks he's done something amazing because he turned the hob off on some carrots. And he called them your carrots, didn't he? I looked after your carrots. You know, oh, they're my carrots, are they? You're not eating, are you? Kerry, another one for your dossier on Eddie, wasn't oui, it? Wee oui. wee. Let's have a little breather and then we'll come back and talk about another animal that featured this week. Oh, God. <laughs> huh? They were the unlikeliest of couples, drawn together by fate and the will of an evil old crone. <laughs> the Cider Shed presents Brian and Hilda. Starring in The Cat, That Shat, on my cravat. Are you little bastard? <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So I did say that there would be a massacre at the Laurels if Hilda went there, and it turns out not such a massacre. It was more psychological trauma. She was just like walking into people's rooms and, well, oddly for a cat, dogging them up. <laughs> Peggy has just said, take her with you, Brian, and just offload her onto one of the family. And they're all pulling their hair out, except Hilda's because she's a short hair. But, but then Brian did have a little chat with Hilda, didn't he? That was quite sweet. Oh, that was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, when he said, like, I do, I do know how you feel when you lose your companion. You know, I'll stop trying to give you away if you promise not to keep running off. Yeah, I did quite like that, but it was because it was Brian, really. He could have been talking to a lamppost and I'd have liked it. <laughs> you know I mean? It was Brian heavy this week, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, he's lovely. He made some wonderful noises, which means we're going to have a one-off. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a one-off section on this show called "I'll Have a Brian, Please, Matthew," which means <laughs> you're going to listen to a noise Brian made. There's three in total, and you tell me what he was making this noise in reaction to. Okay, this is noise number one. <laughs> well, that's got to be to do with being lumbered with Hilda. Well, this was on Monday when she said, well, he can't, yeah, he can't be with Ruby and grumpy Justin. Yeah, correct. Here's noise number two. Huh? <laughs> oh, God. Is that going to be about the teapot? This was at the beginning of Monday's episode where they trialled Hilda staying at the Dower House and Lillian was saying to Brian, there's been a problem. Everything's changed since then. And he just went, oh. Oh, like sh- Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And here's noise number three. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one I could remember. That really lodged with me when he did it. But what on earth was he responding to? Was it the t- oh, It can't be the teapot. Oh. I'm going to have to push you, Carrie. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm looking at my notes. Um, it's it's more obvious than you'd think. Is it when he was with Susan? No, it was the pure suggestion that he take Hilda from Lillian. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a funny one. I haven't ever heard him laugh like that. Yeah, I enjoyed before. it. What, what did you make of the whole divvying up of the stuff? I mean, the cottage teapot. Yeah, well, Tony did a hilarious pranky joke thing, didn't he? By saying, well, no, actually, I want it. And I want to give it to Pat, this hideous, ugly teapot in the shape of a cottage. And Lillian was like, oh, but I want it, darling. What are you talking about? How dare you? And he was like, I'm having you on. There was only one good bit in all of that where he went, it, it's got a lovely spout. Yeah, <laughs> that bit was good. 
He was clutching at straws, yeah. And then Hilda smashed it anyway, so... But Leonard's going to fix it. Yeah. It did sound like it had smashed into a billion pieces, so if he does manage to fix it, he truly is some sort of angel of fixings. Oh, he is, absolutely. Brian said you won't see the cracks for the brush strokes, didn't he? Yeah. What does that mean? It means that he'll do such a good job that you'll never even know it was broken mm-hmm. in the first place. Cool. As we said, he's always trying to fix Jill. Well, yeah, that'll never happen. But so, right, let's listen out for Return of the Pot. <laughs> yes, that was that Mark Morrison's, like, second hit that bombed. B-side. <laughs> <laughs> About a teapot in the shape of a cottage. It's the second time Mark Morrison has been on the show. It's very strange how he keeps getting <laughs> Leicester's finest non-gangster. Mm, his supermarkets are doing all right, though. <laughs> His charge sheet is absolutely incredible. I always forget that that song is by someone who's British. His first album, he had Return of the Mac, came out in 1996. What um, else? In terms of legal, well, he's only ever had two albums and they were 10 years apart. So <laughs> he released that album and then he tried to bring a firearm onto an airliner, which he went to mm. jail for three months. He didn't turn up for court. He was convicted of a fray in a brawl resulting in one fatality. What? Yeah. In prison. He was caught driving without a license. In prison? No. He was caught driving. No. He was... He was caught driving without a license. Then in 2002, he was arrested on suspicion of kidnapping and car theft. He was released on bail, but a policeman was later arrested on suspicion of taking a bribe from Morrison in return for his release. Morrison failed to appear in court to face the charges and a warrant was issued for his arrest. In 2004, he was arrested and spent a night in custody after a fracas in which a platinum and diamond medallion was snatched from around his neck during a confrontation at a Leicester nightclub. And then later he was arrested for assault in London. Uh, then in 2006, he released his <laughs> second only album do you know what it's called innocent man <laughs> listen no man is innocent if he's wearing a platinum and diamond <laughs> medallion <laughs> is the front cover of the album a cottage shaped teapot <laughs> yeah return of the pot coming out next year by Lovely. leicester's finest r&b star mark morrison also of supermarket fame <laughs> Okay, where were we? Where, where were we? Were we, well, we, were, we, were... we did Hilda a bit, didn't we? So Brian's going to keep Hilda, isn't he? And It sounds like it, yeah. The other thing that occurred this week is we kind of felt like we were waving goodbye to Adil. Yes, we did. I don't want him to go. I hope he stays. He's, he's supposedly going for a sort of undefined temporary period to his sister's husband's as a surprise. Now, why is his sister's husband Akram in Pakistan? While she's here as a GP, anyone know? I think they're separated, aren't they? By? Like, as in they're not together, not by water. By by, by how many countries? <laughs> oh, right, okay. Because they speak, speak very fondly of him, don't they? And it's almost like, yes, he's lovely, as if they're together. I, I've missed the memo where they've separated then, I think. There was a little bit of an Easter egg there, wasn't it, where Asda said, you know, did I say Asda? Uh, after yeah. Morrison. Morrison, he'll be here in a minute. There'll be a fracas involving a diamond and platinum medallion. <laughs> um, Azra said after mum and dad, he was there. It was just us after mum and dad. Oh, yeah. Have we heard before what happened with mum and dad? Oh, no. I don't think we have. They very much love each other. They said that to each other, didn't they, Ardil and Azra? And there's lots of yeah. fondness and little 
nicknames going on. But, you know, not fond enough for him to actually sort of say a proper goodbye. He suddenly dashed off said, see you soon. <laughs> off he well, went. she said that he does tend to leg it. Yeah. I like that bit where she said to Linda, he's your friend. Well, he left a five-star review. <laughs> Did Ladies he? Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be our friends, leave a five-star review for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll sing in the shower for you anytime. Yeah. That sounds a bit... <laughs> Sounds a bit threatening, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. We'll come Whether to your you house to or not. and we'll sing in your shower if you don't write us a five-star review. Yeah, he left Ambridge Lodge. Is it called Ambridge Lodge? That doesn't sound right. Ambridge Hall? That's it. A five-star review and he was asking Linda for feedback about Grey Gables. She was loving the new Grey Gables, wasn't she? Yeah, I thought that was quite moving when she was in the reception. Yeah, yeah, the foyer had amazing lighting big chandelier wasn't there trying to think of what else she noticed she liked the lounge area outside the spa there was a running water sound i did at one point think that she and azra were in some pool thing and then ardil came along as well i'm just going to say this the gray gables thing maybe the roy actor had something to do with the chronology but it's a bit fucky because early, very early on last year it was up together enough for tracy to have her hen there wasn't it yes just in the bar area place yeah 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 then suddenly it's a building site with loads of drilling and nothing's finished mm. up until about a month ago and now suddenly everything's fantastic and they're having a soft opening well it was very soft yeah that was all we heard linda going oh what a lovely chandelier with the running water sound and that was it robert had already gone up to the room i thought are they going to do something where they come back down with linda it's about robert um yes you've shagged him to death <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Brad was knocking about, wasn't he? Looking lovely in his uniform. A little bit about that, because that was the palate cleanser, wasn't it, tonight, I think? Brad and Mia, for me. I just quite enjoyed their scene in the bull. Yeah. The bit where he said to her, I think Lily fancies me, and just as the scene tailed off, she went, (laughs) laughed in his face. (laughs) But then sort of did say he has got a lovely half dimple. Yeah. Which bit is she looking at? (laughs) I don't. Is that what it's called nowadays? Cider Shed listener protection has been enabled for this part of the recording. Fucking deal with it. (laughs) Amazingly, amazingly, that stayed in. (laughs) Forgotten all about that. That that can't happen. That can't happen. That is top-notch warbish joke. That (laughs) (laughs) I need to write that down. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Let's carry on. Brad pulled a bit of a, a Matthew Weir out of the bag because much like I got a cameo from Brian Ferry for you on your birthday, mm. he got um, Hamza Yassin to leave yeah, a little that? message. It's the ranger guy, isn't it? The wildlife cameraman ranger guy. Big no chunky idea. bloke. Absolutely no idea. Beardy. Uh, I don't know if he's BBC cameraman. And I think he, he did presented some show where he was known as Ranger Hamza or something. Yeah, really? if that's the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah, Gosh, yeah, yeah. Never heard of him. He's no, um, he's no Brian Ferry, and he's no, no Mark from the Grosvenor Hotel either, which is the cameo that Mimi got me for one of my birthdays as well. Oh, okay. Do you know who that is? Is he from some awful fucking reality TV show? When you say awful, you mean great, don't you? <laughs> I mean awful, but yeah. It's a really, really excellent reality show in this shambolic hotel in Torquay. And he's the manager. He just chain smokes all the time in a garden. And uh, 
puts on very poor entertainment, puts on deals for people to come for dinner that where he's charging far less than the ingredients cost. Light fittings fall down. It's a bit like Grey Gables. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't want to pry into how much Mimi spends on your birthday. How much do you reckon Mimi shelled out for that? (laughs) She's very generous. That was uh, a tiny part of the gifting. I mean, Kerry and I are available for birthday messages. Oh, yeah, shall we? Should we start doing cameos? (laughs) God's sake, can you imagine? (laughs) Did you ever see that guy from Vice that spent the best part of a year or six months setting up a a restaurant that didn't exist, getting it loads of five-star reviews and making it out to be this ultimate hipster place? It was a shed kind of thing in a back garden, wasn't it? It was a shed at the back of a back garden in Shoreditch or somewhere like that. And he just microwaved a load of Asda yeah. or Mor- or Morrison's. Other supermarkets are available. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Lasagnas and served them up. And people came there and just said it was a fantastic experience. And they just did it as a one-off, a, as a joke, to see if people would actually... Fall for it. Like hipster knobheads would actually go for it. And the, yeah. the final bit of the movie or the, the short film that they made, Vice, was at the end, there were, him and the people... People that organised it, the people leave, and he comes in and he's just wetting himself. And went, they've asked if they can book again. <laughs> I do remember this, Matthew. He made out you can't get a table in the place. It's constantly booked out. And the more they denied people, the more people just wanted to go. And then eventually they just let a handful of people that were on the waiting list in and said it was absolutely fantastic. What this a bunch of bellends. Amazing. This is what the tea room needs to do. Yeah. Stop baking. Serve up microwave shite and pretend that there aren't any tables available. No more Gregorian chants and spinach and kale empanadas. Just (laughs) microwave a few lasagnas from the EV charging Mm. station. You're on to a winner. Kerry, let's have a little break and then we'll talk about our socials. Lovely. Still tickets left to see Kate's fly tip shite everyone. Mark Morrison Addo Shah sampling cheese boards in the spa. Eddie, Clary, Ed and Will, taking Brian up Lakey Hill, Kenton, Ben, Stella, Pip, dumping David in a skip, Jacob, Mia, Brian Ferry, in a chip shop fight with Kerry, Leonard, Joy, Kirsty Doo, flushing bear gear down the loo, Harrison with his woo-woos on, getting distracted by a swan, Cambridge raising to the bait, bloodbath of the village fate, throw your flapjack, shake your shizzle, jills deed on lemon drizzle. Make soup. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. We have an Instagram where I published a very self-serving and slightly tongue-in-cheek succession-themed reel this week, which charted the rise of the Cider Shed set to the wonderful theme of succession. So if you go to our Instagram, which is at the Cider Shed pod, follow us there. There's always some funny or silly stories being posted and the like. And if you write a review, it shows up there as well. We had a few messages. Jess got in touch 
saying, Hello from Singapore. I've wanted to email message previously, like when I had to return an audio book because it was being read by Adam. <laughs> but I managed self-restraint. However, my neighbour just introduced me to Philip Moss's brother, so I thought you should be alerted. Hello. I need no. to know more about that, Jess. And there was another message from Perry and Cara that said, Hi, Matthew and Kerry. Thanks so much for all the laughs and Archer's ridiculousness. I look forward to your shows and relish each one. The Christmas Omnibus Patreon special was such fun. Hope you both have a proper rest over the festive season. I worry you work too hard and doing the show must take so much time and effort. Best wishes and badger, badger. from Jan. <laughs> So you can follow us on Instagram at the Cider Shed Pod, and if you write one of those reviews, it will show up there. Uh, Kerry, any new reviews this week? We do have a new review. It's kind of sort of renew review, a bit like the fashion show, in that Red Agnes has written us a re uh, review, and it says the title is "Can I Relove You," which is quite a nice turn of phrase, isn't it? Do you believe in relife after relove? <laughs> Yeah. Um, and Red Agnes has said, thought I'd say you are still splendid and cover relevant everyday issues thoroughly. For example, we need Dewberry body spray back as well as carrot moisturiser. Maybe Natasha could be persuaded to make them from wonky veg that are rejected from their boxes. This is why you should listen to the cider shed. I Thanks for that, Red Agnes. I reckon we are at the forefront of pushing to bring back the body shop Dewberry spray. I might have a word, actually. I'd wear it. <laughs> I noticed as well that Red Agnes, on the same day she reviewed us, has put um, a review on the Ambridge on the Couch podcast saying to them, you're a bit posher than those scuzzers at TCS, but equally silly. Keep it up. <laughs> what? Are we scuzzers? Another glass of champagne, Kerry? <laughs> Uh, we are scuzzers compared to them, definitely. Yeah, possibly. But she lo she loves us us both, both yeah. both sets of people. So that's nice. I didn't feel particularly scuzzy when we were having that chat with Jeff pre Christmas. No, yeah. not at all. No, you know, yeah. he, he he lowered himself down to our level. It's a bit like when Prince Charles meets you know all those dumb asses that hang around outside his house waiting to meet him. <laughs> yeah, so that was a lovely review. Um, yeah, keep them coming, folks. Yeah. Thanks for that, Red Agnes. Yeah, we really appreciate it. One thing I skipped over there, Kerry, is it, linking to our Instagram. We have a Twitter, which is the same as the Instagram name, isn't it? It is at the Cider Shed Pod on Twitter. And the Cider Shed on Blue Sky is at the Cider Shed Pod dot sky dot social yeah and we've got a facebook group which is the cider shed podcast lots of people posting on there now and uh yeah it's a good old laugh fun old place come over there and get involved and get in the chat not much of a game week in terms of fantasy football this week so we're going to give that a miss until next mm -hmm. week until we've collated all the points kerry and i had a right old natter about that before we started don't don't forget there are prizes for the top three places this year cider shed related goodies so no excuse not to get involved uh, just to say if you want to support us on patreon you can do so by going to www.patreon.com jesus that was a very loud motorbike i'm so sorry you better be so yeah uh carrie's kfc just arrived via uber eats there if anyone was listening <laughs> you can support us by going to patreon.com forward slash the cider shed 
many thanks to all the people that do that we did a midweeker they normally pop up like every two weeks they're normally a little bit shorter than the normal episode but this week was a bit of a behemoth wasn't it Kerry the one that we did in the middle of the week yeah I was quite giddy on that one it was I really enjoyed it yeah Kerry didn't even know we were doing it (laughs) she thought we were having a chat and I just like said we're recording um (laughs) but yeah a lot of people like that including our new game show village or shitage lots of good feedback on that where Kerry has to guess if I've made the village name up or if it's actually a real village name village or shitage (laughs) okay I've got to really zone into Matthew's brain here yeah let's see let's see okay Mm. fanny hands Fanny hands, fanny like hands. hands on the end of my arms. Yeah, fanny hands. Sign up at www.patreon.com forward slash the cider shed to find out all about fanny hands. Go on, do it now. You could get hit by a bus tomorrow for fuck's sake. And I broke massive Patreon protocol and I sent that to one non-Patreon member, Kerry, just so they could hear that part of the show. Oh, nice. It was my mum. Oh, why isn't she a Patreon? I know. My mum isn't either. Mothers, honestly. I think she would consider she's probably done enough over the years. Well, yes, (laughs) this is true. Yeah, sorry, mum. Same. But yeah, uh, she played it. Uh, Her husband Ian got a six right. I think that's less than you got right, Kerry. But Mm. come over and join us there on the Patreon. You'll get all the extras. Someone who did that this week was Stephen Burchill. And this is for you, Stephen. A big big cider shed. shed. Welcome to Stephen Burchill. Entering the Cider Shed Patreon. Come in, sit down, and feel our warm cider embrace. Last bit is optional, Stephen. We're not massive dangers like some you could mention. Thanks, Stephen. Welcome aboard. Yeah, thanks, Stephen. Thanks so much for that. And this one's for Louise Lombard, who is overdue a patron jingle. This is for you, Louise. Well, looky here. Who's this Bristol legend entering the Cider Shed Patreon? It's Louise Lombard, Queen of the King's Wood. Glad to have you on board, Louise. Going up chasers this Saturday? (laughs) Cheers, Louise. (laughs) Thank you so much for all your support. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening this week. Kerry, I hope you've got a good weekend planned. What are you up to? Uh, I'm making a mannequin out of plastic, Matthew, and uh, he's called Plastic Bertrand. (laughs) And I'm going to have a lovely time with him. What are you going to do with Plastic Bertrand afterwards, Kerry? Um, Sell him on eBay. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I'm willing to share that on all our socials. So, Kerry, you better not be lying. (laughs) (laughs) thanks Matthew (laughs) all right Mary I think I'm planning to edit this and laze around for a great portion of the weekend and maybe cook up a roast at some point as well oh nice yeah I'll be watching succession and having a roast as well yeah I was thinking actually Kerry we should do a little side recording whether it's on patreon or not Mm. um where like once you finish a season of succession we have a chat about that season because there's only four of them and they're just bloody amazing oh god i'm loving kendall at the moment they just went to that sort of underground funny club place oh it was so funny 
major succession spoilers have been removed from this section. Just fire through it. That's the only advice I can give mm. you, Kerry, because it's so bloody good. Anyway, look, that's okay, our succession yeah. love in for the week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Honestly, anyone who hasn't watched Succession, go and do it. It's an absolute yeah. modern masterpiece. And uh, all right, Kerry, I'll see you and I'll, uh, I'll see all you listeners next week. <laughs> Does that sound love weird? You, I'm right. not going to be in your shower. I promise. <laughs> good. That's good. Although some would probably quite like that. Don't, don't name people. Well, see you, everyone. I can't say everyone tonight. Have you noticed? See you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hello.